Strange Tales. RelicRadio.com presents tales of the strange and bizarre, the weird and the wicked. Stories not necessarily of the supernatural, but of the unnatural. Join us now for Strange Tales, featuring radio drama at its most mysterious and unusual. Strange Tales. Thanks for joining me this Sunday. We'll hear from NBC's short story this week, a series that debuted in February of 1951, aired until May of 1952. 52 episodes were produced, 11 were unaired. This is one of those unaired episodes. It's based on Charles Dickens' story, The Signal Man. Here's their episode titled The Thing in the Tunnel. Somebody moved down by the tracks. 
I cried, Hello, below there! Hello! And the man spun about and stared up the track in the opposite direction. I called again. Hello, below there! Hello! The man spun about again, and this time he saw me. How do I get down there? Over the other up, there's a path. Ah, oh, thanks. I'll be down in a minute. The whistle called just as I began to get in. A rumble filled the air. And just as I reached the rail bed, I saw the tunnel. Soon out the mountain top. And plunging from the tunnel's mouth, like some black, terrible monster roared at sea. Roared by me in a dusty roar. when it was passed, directly opposite on the other side of the track stood the man I'd just saw. And he was staring at me strangely. He was short and dark-skinned, and his eyes were sunk deep in his head. He wore a sheepskin coat and an old fedora. He was holding a signal flag. Hello. My name's Kelsey. Hello. I was uh, just kind of wandering and well, I, I saw you, and I called, and... I work here. Oh. Well, it's kind of lonely, isn't it? It is. What do you do? Don't you know? What? <laughs> well, should I? Oh, uh, the flag. Signalman, huh? And telegrapher. I see. Say, uh, look, if I'm breaking any regulation by being here, I mean, uh... Well, you look as if I... I was thinking that maybe I've seen you before. Where? Over there. By the tunnel, now? Yes. Oh, good Lord, man, I've never seen it before. I didn't even know you had a tunnel here. Well, don't you believe me? I think so. My name is McGregor. I'm glad to meet you, McGregor. My signal shack's just down the road. I've got some coffee inside. I'd, well, I'd be glad to share some. Like you said, it's lonely here. Very lonely. You see, coffee's ready. Well, can I help or get cups or something? No, no, I'll get them. Tell me... Why did you shout what you did when you were on the embankment? What did I shout? Hello, below there. Hello. Those were the exact words. Well, I don't know why I shouted them, especially. Are you sure? Yeah, you had no reason? I mean, did you feel that somebody or something was making you shout just those words? No. What makes you think that something did? They might have. Who might have? Hey, look, uh, are you all right, McGregor? I'm all right, fine. It's just... Just what? Look, listen to me. Don't don't think I'm crazy. You mustn't... Hey, why should I think? It's just... Well, when you see something, it's there, isn't it? I mean, it's real when you can see it and hear it. It's not a dream or a nightmare when you can see it there night after night. It's, it's real, isn't it? Isn't it? What in the world are you talking about? Put that coffee down. Over here. You'll spill it. Say, you better put it down and answer your key. Say, look. 
What's the matter with you? What are you staring at that telegraph key like that? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Leave me alone. Let me out. Let me out. McGregor. Well, I... I stood there in the little shack dumbfounded. And by the time I roused myself out of it, McGregor was coming back. He came into the shack and his face was haggard and his eyes strained wide and unseeing. He shut the door. It's gone. What's gone? What are you talking about, McGregor? Are you sick or something? It was there. I saw it. Why does it come back? Why? Why? Now look, sit down, man. Calm yourself. You're not yourself. You'd better answer your telegram. I can't. There's no one to answer. It's him that's doing it. But who is him? Don't you understand? It's a warning. An accident signal. And he's sending it. He's sending it. Now listen to me. This can't go on. Stands just... there night after night in the tunnel's mouth and he shouts frantically, Hello below there. Hello. Look out. Clear the track. Clear the track. Been going on for a week now, standing there and shouting in such an agony. It's the wind you've been hearing, man. It's not the wind, it's him. Him. He's outside now in the tunnel mouth. You've been dreaming things. Then look for yourself. Look for yourself. I will. Well, I, I walked up the track toward the tunnel. And then I saw it. I stopped dead. And I stared. And there... There, standing in the tunnel's mouth, wrapped in an eerie radiance, stood a figure. I could see him clearly. One hand waving frantically, and the other hiding his face. And I could hear his voice, like something out of the tomb, pleading. Hello, below there. Hello. Look out. Look out. There's a track. And again that train whistled, moaned amongst the hills. And all the time I watched him, he stood there weaving, dressed in what seemed to be a short coat and a beaver hat. Look out! Clear the trap! Clear the trap! McGregor! Bring a lantern, McGregor! Why? He gives his own light. Bring out a lantern! We're going up to him. He must be real. And McGregor brought out a lantern. And up the twin gleaming rails we moved. The lantern cast a wan pool of light about us. And as we walked, it shook madly, running long, sharp shadows at our feet. And it was cold, so cold, my body shivered. My hands were as nervous as an old man's hands. And now the voice of the thing in the tunnel got louder and louder. And it was the post hollow sounding and torn with grief. Look out! Look out! Look out! Do you know him? Do you know him at all? No. He's not real. All week he stood there and called. Clear the track! Clear the track! He's waving his arm in such a frenzy. He's warning me. He's warning me. But of what? Of what? Hello there. Hello. When we are close to him, he's a... Yes, he's him. I'll see him. I'll let McGregor, do you hear me? Stop. Yes, I'll stop. I'll stop. Pull yourself together, man. We'll be near him in a few moments. I'll try. Let me see. Where's that whistle from? Two trains, you know. McGregor. What? 
Are you ready? Yes. Look out, the Lord. Look out. Clear the track. Clear the track. Now. I've got it. Wait, what? It's gone. It's gone, Kelsey. Down the tunnel, quick, Ed. Vanished under my hand like a puppy disappeared. Come on, but I... In the tunnel, come on. Look, Sean, look at that. He must be in here. He couldn't disappear like that. The dead can. The dead can. Stop it, Now look about you. You see anything? You won't find him. You won't. He's not real. You won't find him. You won't. He's dead. He's a ghost, a specter, a vision of death. He's the dead trying to warn me. But of what? Tell me of what? Of what? Of what? And we did not find that thing in the tunnel. After a while, we went back to the signal shack. McGregor, I said. Yes? How long have you worked here? Some six months. Why? What brought you to this? I needed a job. There was one here. The other signal man before me was killed. Killed? Yes, a train caught him. Captain Beaver, that was his name. What? Eh? What was his name? Captain Beaver. That's what they called him. And a cop... What's the matter? Didn't you notice, McGregor? Notice what? His hat. The thing's hat. What about... Kelsey, yes, McGregor. It was a beaver hat. A beaver hat. He's there again. I'm going outside. Wait, wait, the lantern. I want to see. Hello, below there. Hello. Clear the track. Clear the track. Look, McGregor. Look, his hat. It is, Beaver. I never noticed. Look out. Look out. Then it's him. The other signalman come back from the dead. But why? Why? What's he trying to warn me of? Tell me, Kelsey. Tell me. What is the dead trying to say? continues after this brief pause. And now, back to today's short story. At dawn, McGregor's relief came. A young, sullen-looking boy named Carter. They both used a sleeping sack a few hundred yards away from their station, and it was to this sack that McGregor took me. But after a while, I fell asleep for well, I don't know how long until... Kelsey. Kelsey. Wake up. It's time. Wake up. Where? Oh. What is it? What's the matter? It's time for me to go on. Oh. oh I feel as if I only just fell asleep. You can stay here if you want to. No. No, I want to go along. Well, there's the 9 o'clock express coming through. We better go then. We left soon after. When we reached the embankment, evening was coming down. And with each step, I, I felt my heart thudding. The question loomed in my mind like a flame. Was the thing in the tunnel mouth? Was it there? The evening express streamed again through the hills. And a pit suddenly seemed lifted to a tense agony. When we reached the track, my eyes were strained with stirring. Well, we went up to the shack. 
Inside, we asked Carter if anything had happened while he was on. No, he said, as dull as ever. He shook himself into a heavy Mackinaw and said so long and walked out. We heard his footsteps fading. We listened to them as if they were the last living sounds we'd ever hear. And then they were gone. And we stood in the shack, hearing only the whistle of the express coming down the hill. Maybe he won't come tonight. Maybe the thing's left us at last. Maybe. I've dreamed about that all day. Maybe he's given up and I won't ever hear or see him again. Even though you think it's trying to warn you or something? Of what? Of what? What's there to be warned of for a whole week? Maybe it's all a lock, a joke. A dead man's joke. Take it easy, McGregor. Tell me, Kelsey, please tell me. Am I going crazy? Maybe I'm seeing and hearing all this in my own brain. I, I can't tell anymore. I can't. I'm so tired. We present to escape, to forget. If I am going crazy... McGregor, I... stop it. If you're mad, then so am I. I've seen the thing. Then what does it want? What does it want? There. There, it's him. It's him again. He's outside. He's come back. McGregor. I raced out after him. He was standing there between the distant rails. And in that tunnel mouth, Wrapped in its unearthly radiance stood the thing, waving and calling. Clear the track. Clear the track. And then, then I became aware of the faint rumble of a train. The express. Check right get off the track. Get off the track. Clear the track. Clear the track. I seized McGregor and I pulled him off. And it was just in time. Like an incredible, fiery-eyed monster, the express engine roared out of the tunnel mouth. Thunderously, multiple eyes it plunged past. And then, unbelievably, it happened. I saw the rear cars as if they were toys, suddenly flung, hurtling off the track. Grinding and crashing through the air. And along the embankment, there was a turmoil of twisted steel and fire. A sheet of flame left up. Smoke poured in billowing clouds from the terrible wreckage. And it screamed, it screamed. The night was torn with the cries of the injured and the dying. McGregor, get me a telegraph. Call for help. McGregor. McGregor. So this is what it was warning me about. When you tip your key, there are people dying. Look. Look in the tunnel mouth, Kelsey. Look. The thing. The thing's in the tunnel mouth. Chelsea, he's still calling it. He's still warning me. This wasn't it. There's something else. There must be something else. With the first sign of dawn, it disappeared, faded. And with the first sign of dawn, full emergency aid reached this lonely station. We worked all through the night and early morning. And it wasn't until mid-afternoon that McGregor and I parted company, he to his shack and I to mine. We promised to meet again soon, but it was some four days before I saw McGregor again. One morning, I heard some rapping on my door. Come in. McGregor. Hello, Kelsey. Come in. Shut the door. He's moved, Kelsey. Hmm? The thing, he's moved. 
in the tunnel now? No. It's lasted. Good. Is it? Well, isn't it? The thing's not in the tunnel mouth anymore. It's gone. Isn't that? It's not gone, Kelsey. What do you mean? Two nights ago, it moved. I don't understand, McGregor. I don't understand it myself, Kelsey. But two nights ago, it wasn't in the tunnel mouth. It appeared further down the track. You mean... I mean it appeared closer to me. And it waved and called to me from its new position. Last night, it appeared even nearer in another position. But, but why? Can't you understand why? It's frantic, Kelsey. Frantic. It can't get them to understand what it wants to warn me of from the tunnel mouth, so it's coming closer. Maybe its time is running out, getting shorter. Shorter? Well, maybe it was only an illusion. Is the thing itself an illusion? Oh, I tell you, it's trying to reach me to tell me something, Kelsey. You mustn't go back. That's just it. I mustn't stay away. I mustn't. You've got to stay away. Don't you see? Maybe what it wants to tell me will eat it. Maybe it's an anguished damned soul and I can see it. I don't know. Maybe it's about a different accident. Or... Or what? Maybe it's about myself. Maybe it's a message to me. To me alone. Maybe that signalman's come back from the grave just for me. I can't. Oh, I can't. I've got to wait until it reaches me. Until I understand. Until I know. In the falling dust, we came down the embankment. During at the same time, the first signalings of the Northwest Limited, the statesman, winding through the Clearwater Lake. We relieved Carter, and after he had gone, we sat down in the sack. Somehow, this night felt uniquely strange. Later on, I knew why. Kelsey, I have a brother back east. Huh? If anything should happen, let him know. I write his address. Now stop that nonsense, McGregor. It's not nonsense. I feel it tonight. There's something. You let him know, please. You will, won't you? This is foolish. All right, I will. But nothing's going to happen. That's the statement. Timmy Cannon, there. I wish I were on it. Going past, never stopping. I wish... Chelsea. Yes? Why don't the dead lie still? Haven't I had enough of living? What insane desire drives them back again? If you don't leave off these ideas... He telegraphed me to all right, isn't it? Why? He thinks he's all right, Kelsey. Tired, have it. No, but... No, 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 no. See, he has to be able to reach me. If the key's not working, how can he? Uh, tap it, tap it. Oh, all right. There. It's fine. It works fine. And that's strange. Where is he? Where are you going? Outside. I've got to see. Now, will you please, Tom? Something wrong, I know. I've got to reach. I've got to... Let's break out. McGregor, the key. Captain Beaver, where are you? The guy, McGregor, where are you? He was calling it, calling the thing. And all at once, I was seized with terror. I ran out. There in the moonless night, I saw McGregor walking up the track, moving slowly, calling, walking like a lonely, bewildered hunter in the immense starry night of the mountains. Where are you, Captain Beaver? I'm coming. Where are you? But something was wrong. Because the thing was not visible. Even McGregor was aware of it. He halted uncertainly for a moment, his head turning in all directions. And to find me, Captain Beaver. McGregor, looking for you. Is something wrong? Tell me. What should I do? Tell me. Tell me. The pain, McGregor! The pain! 
strange tale for this week i'll be back next sunday with another story in between now and then you can find more from strange tales past episodes of all the podcasts and our shoutcast stream all at relicradio.com 
You can support this and all of the podcasts through the website as well. Thanks to those who have helped out. How all of this is made possible. And thank you for joining me this week. I'll be back tomorrow with Relic Radio Science Fiction and next Sunday with another episode of Relic Radio's Strange Tales. Thank you.